Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome to Four Top Threes, uh, where we, four different folks from four different places, talk about a bunch of different shit that we love. All right, that's the preamble. We're here because we love each other and want an excuse to hang out and talk about shit. Today, specifically, we are talking about childhood cartoons. So our top three favorite childhood cartoons. I'm not going to lie, this is really difficult for me, not because of the plethora of decent like cartoons that were shown in the 90s, um, but because I didn't really watch a lot of cartoons growing up. <laughs> and most of the things I did watch as a kid were like the clay motion things that we had a lot in Britain. So <laughs> no, like, no. I, I, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> things like Pingu, that was genuinely something we spoke about earlier. You so, certainly yeah, watched Thomas like, the Tank Engine. Yeah, but that was that wasn't a cartoon. Well, no, no, no. no I'm very saying far back into childhood. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm saying it's it's the kind of stop motion garbage you used to watch. Yes, yes, which was all proper good accents. Um, so this was Kessie's suggestion. Yes. So I feel like Kessie needs to kick this one off. Okay. So do you have a specific order that you're running with today? Is like less of the three favorite or the top of the favorite or uh, are you going to be like me? Oh no, I'm actually that's eight <laughs> no, I have a, So I might order. have picked them differently because this was my choice. I, I picked them in order of how much they influenced me in my, my childhood and uh, just to uh, to add up on um, on the topic, I said childhood cartoons, but I did say up to like until you were like 13 or 14 because I literally mm-hmm. don't remember anything because, before I was uh, eight <laughs> years old. Nothing. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I appreciated that extension of the timeline because uh, yeah. <laughs> no one wants to talk about uh, Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> mm. mm. Wow. Well, no. I'm, no. I'm going to screw y'all next time. It'll be like a stop motion stuff, and that'll be <laughs> top three Thomas the Tank Engine episodes. <laughs> No, yes. I never watched a single one. There was one, one where no. one of them got stuck, got like he was being misbehaved, so they, they put him in like a tunnel and then they bricked him up and he wasn't allowed out. <laughs> it was the worst episode. <laughs> I I never watched him because I thought the faces were creepy as fuck. Oh, it was oh, yeah, creepy as shit. Like what do they call him? The fat conductor? Like <laughs> the fat controller. Controller. Fat controller. It's even worse yeah. somehow. Oh Jesus. It's just it's just a fat dude wearing a black suit who stood on the end of the train line and then like called all the trains in. He was no, a glorious no. person. <laughs> anyway, so Kessie, what are we starting out with today? So, um, uh, on like on the back end of my top three list is Digimon, the first three se- uh, series. <laughs> you actually watched Digimon? Yeah. Did you not? No, it, like I. I <laughs> Iceland was still in its, like, we're going to translate all the kids' cartoon face back then. So we basically had Pokemon and that's it. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I did watch Pokemon too, but I liked Digimon more because it has more genuine character arcs like that spanned the entire seasons. And uh, like Pokemon only had, like I don't know, character arcs that spanned like one or two episodes. And after that, it mm-hmm. was completely reset on each character. <laughs> and 
And Digimon really had some really good character arcs and it dealt with some really, um, a lot of uh, coming of age topics that I personally found very impressive for a, a child cartoon series. There, I've heard a lot of people say that like Digimon was the, the, the sophisticated man's uh, mm-hmm. cartoon out of the Pokemon, <laughs> uh, Pokemon Digimon fight. Um, Beyblade, I, you forget Beyblades too. <laughs> And you get Have you actually heard the like <laughs> intro to Beyblade? It's rad as shit. It's sorry. so dumb. It, it is on dig- like anyway. I'm sorry. Continue. The, the, the fights between Digimon, Pokemon, and Beyblade. Beyblade somehow wins. It's so dumb um, <laughs> because of the intro. Yes. <laughs> no. Uh, so like yeah, like did you have any toys or things like to do no. with? But like, what was the thing with Digimon? I it completely passed me. Um. I did not have toys. I do know that there were people that collected cards and stuff, but that was not something I was into. I just genuinely liked the series. Like, the series is really good, in my opinion, and probably in other people's opinions, too. <laughs> Judging by <laughs> the, the internet. <laughs> um, it had, like, uh, it had like seven uh, main characters that had extremely good character arcs and uh, interactions and, like, Uh, they grew as people um through the help of the Digimon. And I um at some point uh, in, in the last year I watched a um a sum like a summary or like an analysis. Uh, the the difference between Pokemon and Digimon was like the the Pokemon had a characters had their own characters and like they sometimes opposed the main character or like interacted with them in a different way. And the Digimon were actually like an extension of the of the main characters and helped them to grow in different ways and i think that's a really cool um thing but also uh that explained a lot why i didn't have that um big connections with the digimon themselves but more like with the characters which i never realized until watching that an- analysis <laughs> summary thingy <laughs> so i guess it's uh the digimon from the sound like i've never watched it like i think i've watched one episode of pokemon and like i that, that was it that that kind of whole genre of shit just like no nah, i'm not into this <laughs> um so it sounds like the digimon are just like personifications of like their character traits i guess is that what i'm hearing uh, sort of do you do you know the um the ser- not the series the books No, this movie's called The Golden Compass. They had a mm-hmm. similar concept in there with the, the with the yes, demons. Yes, the demons. Yeah, they, yeah. They're, they're like it was an extension of their soul. It was the same way with Digimons in in, in that sense. Ah. That, uh, it, it was like part of them, uh, and they would always stick to the uh, to the main characters and would help them through situations. But they very rarely opposed the characters unless it was like. Um, Uh, like an inner conflict between themselves and like uh, some moral issues. That sounds way more interesting. <laughs> I never had access to Digimon. I probably would have liked that. <laughs> I God, I wish I had not started with Pokemon. <laughs> we all. I mean, I mean, Pokemon was cool for all those kids that were like, yeah, fighting and stuff. And um, but it it wasn't like it was better to watch Pokemon if you could only watch it like every other day or something and you you didn't mind missing out a few episodes mm-hmm. but Digimon is something you really needed to watch the entire series to really appreciate it <sighs> that is super cool so what did the Digimon look like because I literally know nothing about Digimon there's one that looks like an orange crocodile that walks on two legs that's like one of the main uh, yeah. Digimons Agumon yeah, Argomon, yeah. Uh, yeah it's like, <laughs> sounds like something it's you like shouldn't breathe tiny <laughs> Oh, there's the white cat character. Yes, the white cat character. Oh yeah, 
That Tailmon. Oh, Scatomon. Okay, I was going to say Romomon, but okay. <laughs> Fine. No, I, I'm surprised that none of you watch Digimon. Not even Neil. Um, no, I did a lot of Pokemans. <laughs> um, I had a couple of Digimon cards because I liked uh, collecting cards, and mm. I I had some Digimon cards. Um, and I mean, I had some of all the cards, I think. I still kick myself up because I remember buying like really, really early Magic the Gathering cards. And (laughs) I just don't like, they don't exist anymore. I don't have them. Yeah, big oof. But I I had a lot of cards as a kid. (laughs) Generally, the the Digimon had a very different very different aesthetic to like Pokemon. Like uh, Pokemon were really like cutesy and and very well-rounded. Digimon were all kind of serious and mean. Yeah, they always looked like they just went through the gutter. Like (laughs) 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 even when they freshly digivolved, they looked like they just found some rags and were like, yeah, whatever, I'm putting this on. (laughs) One of the Digimon characters is literally just a gun. Like... (laughs) They, the designs are very weird. <laughs> They're very wacky, uh, wacky, like abstract or weird. I don't know how to. Th- s- yeah, I don't know, like like trashy. I I think like one of them is like an angel that has like bullets in 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 his chest or something like that. Like you, that's metal as shit. <laughs> and like he has like torn up wings and stuff. And even despite the fact that he just digivolved, he looks like that. And it's it's really weird. The design doesn't really make sense. <laughs> Is is he related to the um, the 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 female angel character who's I've seen a lot of fan art of? (laughs) You say that like you've seen rule thirty four fan art. So much of that character. So much. (laughs) They they uh, they are sort of related. If you watch the first season, if you ever get around to it. It will make sense um, <laughs> because they they are like the the Digimon of the um, the smallest children. Like they are like I don't know eight or nine in the series. The, the smallest children had the uh, let F- me put F- massive yes. quotation Loot marks angels. around this sexiest Digimons. Yes, <laughs> we <Yes>. all. <laughs> no, big old quotation marks. <laughs> uh, fucking Japan. <laughs> No. I, I think the problem here is that the the series was like was written based on the Digimon designs that like were made um, completely uh, aloof from the series itself. So the designs don't really um, match up really with the with the uh, pl- don't play out with the the way the series goes. Okay, I have a question. Sorry. Yeah. So when you say they represent the person. Uh, like, how how does one acquire a Digimon? Because in Pokemon, you go find them. Uh, or you there trade. Is. Yeah. But people collect things that they think represent themselves or their strategy. So you have the different kinds of gems. And then those people are like real big about like, ah, this is... The best so things bring- in life are strength, and the, I have rocks <laughs> for Pokemon, so they're real strong. And um, yeah, and so the difference between Pokemon and Digimon is that, like, at least in the series, um, is that, uh, like, in Pokemon, you tra- can just go out and catch whatever the fuck you want. In Digimon, like, the premise of the story is that those seven kids suddenly find themselves in the Digimon world, and they, like, they each have a guide that helps them. Um, find their way around um, because they are uh, digi-destins. So they have one 
That's literally what it's called. <laughs> it's just <laughs> <Tito's> dying. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. You just you already said cute. Ditchy World, and I was like, okay, that's dumb as shit. And then you said they it's were super Ditchy dumb. Doesn't. It is super dumb. The, the terminology is uh, it's very straightforward what? and also dumb. But <laughs> yeah, but it's also kind of aimed at kids. Like you yes, have to try and remember exactly. things. I I, um, I I know. I know. My my ha- show's they, not better. <laughs> they basically have like one Digimon that's that represents their characters best or like that f- suits their characters best and that is put um by their side. Um so they they can't go out and be like actually I don't like you anymore I'm going to get another Digimon. They don't do that. They only have one Digimon and that's it. <laughs> Well, I guess that also kind of makes sense because if you don't like your own Digimon, you just don't like yourself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So, like, which yeah, let's not tell a, kids a story, not to like themselves. <laughs> which is actually a storyline that does happen. Uh, one what? person does not like his Digimon. I think it was in season two. He does not like his Digimon and he tries to enslave other Digimon to, like, because he wants something that is strong and the Digimon he has by his side uh, is just not strong or doesn't look strong. <laughs> So he enslaves other Digimons, even though they don't like it. <laughs> so my the extent of my exposure to Digimon is uh, the, I, I was at a theme park and they had like a claw machine, and we figured out a <laughs> trick to make the claw machine think we inter- like put in like five euros when we only put in one euro. So mm-hmm. we emptied out that fucking machine in an afternoon, <laughs> and we had all the dolls, and one of the dolls Aww. was like the cat character from uh, Digimon. It's that. And me and my buddy saw the movie like randomly on TV. (laughs) And the movie is insane to see if you know nothing about Digimon. It does not hold your hand and go like, these are Digimons. It just opens with somebody's kid brother being kidnapped, a giant monster rampaging through the streets, and then they download themselves to the internet and fight a space demon. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Sounds fucking wild. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's the wow. extent of my Digimon knowledge. <laughs> I think I watched the movie Wag once and then I was like, ah, nope, this does not really play into the character arcs at all. I don't give a shit. <laughs> but the movie plays the theme this like movie. the movie plays <laughs> the theme like five times and you get into that theme <laughs> at the fifth time. <laughs> yeah. The theme's a banger. I like the theme a lot. <laughs> Cool, thank you. Um, Neil, what have you uh what have you got for us? I've got a huge list here. Oh no. Of things that I have <sighs> vague knowledge of and I'm trying to put together. <laughs> I've gonna have a lot of shout outs basically. Yes, I think there are gonna be a lot of mentions. honorable mentions. Yeah, and I think that might come down to I remember them. And that's, <laughs> and that's it. it. I remember the name <laughs> and maybe their theme tune. They stick with me a lot, but otherwise I have very little memory of cartoons. This is difficult. <laughs> um, I don't have any order whatsoever because this that's was fine. very difficult. <laughs> yes. Chose a good one, but a difficult one, Gessie. <laughs> I think I I think I will talk about Pokemon. Okay. <laughs> While we're here. Okay. Uh-huh. Since we're on the topic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
so talk to me through Pokemon. Like, I, I watched, like, one episode. I didn't get it. I remember there was Jigglypuff, and Jigglypuff sang at things. Oh, and me. it made them fall asleep, and it doodled on people. You saw the best And ones. that was the only thing. <laughs> yeah, well, I think I saw the best one, maybe. Like, the rest of it just made no sense. I didn't understand Jigglypuff's why they're capturing episode. these animals in balls, and I didn't get it's it. It's great. Um, so, so, why Pokemon? Why is that a good one? Well... Um, there was a lot of games involved with it. So the way that you interact with the Pokemon world as a kid is through a lot of mediums. Oh, I'm bored with watching TV. What do I do? I'm going to go look at trading cards. (laughs) Oh, I'm bored with trading cards. What am I going to do? I'm going to go play Pokemon game, video game. So... You know, as a child, it enters through a lot of mediums. Uh, but the TV show, why it's very good. Um, so I watched the, the first the first season. What is the first season? Is that Indigo? Kanto? I don't uh, remember. I think that was the second season. First season okay. is Kanto, where Ash Ketchum is born or from or whatever. I don't know. It's been a no, long time. No, he was talking time. about the Indigo League. <laughs> The Indigo League. I think that was in season two or something. I I, I never watched past the first season <laughs> because the first season is so dumb. <laughs> it's good though. Um, it does it does change it. it I did act, so I complained a lot. I didn't ever do like the new Pokemon when they came out. I was like an original one fifty one, and I didn't care about anything else that they were doing. Um, and then. When I <laughs> came home from college, it was like going to school and hating it. I used to like fall asleep a lot while Pokemon was on TV. And um, I would watch it a lot. And I got into the newer stuff. And then I actually went and watched and like binge uh, some of the n- newer stuff. And I like them now. <laughs> Total Dial is great. <laughs> um, so I'm into the like first like three maybe groups of of the Pokemon I'm like aware of, um, but yeah the original they were great. So Pokemon they live in the wild basically, that's it, except for the ones that they made in labs, which is like the rare like the Mewtwo and the uh, or the ones the that they captured in balls. Polygon maybe yeah definitely Ditto. Yeah, in Polygon. A lab. Ditto was okay. Um, yeah, uh, I, if you read the text I in the least, first game. I have some vague knowledge of Pokemon just because of exposure and the fact that Young yeah. won't stop talking about it. <laughs> but I am more lost by everything you have just said versus Digimon, which I knew nothing of. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this gym shit? Like, why are they made in labs? Why are they also made in the wild? What is an Indigo League? And is there a Blue League and a Purple League? I am. Oh yeah, I they are. Everything lost. is a color topic in Pokemon. Well, V, I'll answer that. Once you take a happy animal and rip it out of the wild and stuff it in a small ball and then claim it as yours forever and start to grow a like bond attachment to this thing because it's forced around you forever now. Um, some people want to steal them. <laughs> Neil, you. stop the, introducing the new the, things the and explain the things you've already said. <laughs> Greed, V. There's a lot. They steal them, right? So, so they're Pokemons. A lot is, of people... This is... 
This is sounding like capitalism, the ball game. So a lot of things interplay. You've got research. You've got people wanting the best ones because you just can have them. You can go steal them if you want. So like you have evil people and good people constantly doing Pokemon science. They do everything in this show, V. They steal them. They fight them. What do they not do? They're just living with them. And they're wandering around and they're doing gyms to get badges because they want to be very best. Gyms to get gyms. Okay. So the gyms to get badges is like a fight club. Yeah. So, right. Okay. I need to ask about Team Rocket because is it Jesse and the other one? James. James. Jesse and James, I love that dynamic and I see that like memed They're and very like, fucking good. Yes. short scripted everywhere <laughs> and I love them. But there is a talking cat. Is that a Pokemon or is that a yes. talking cat? Meowth is, there's a special though. Their Meowth is special. Uh, not all of them have such a great voice like that. <laughs> um, I think the rest of the Meowth. Is, is, is he one of like the... Is he like a like a like a, um, a, a science based one? Was he, he made in be. a lab? I don't no, he really like, know. he taught himself how to talk. Yeah, he was trying to impress Giovanni uh, and taught himself to talk, but that wasn't enough, so he just gave him to Jesse and James. <laughs> uh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's so it's cute. Me. Yeah, that's very good. In the Pokemon world, there are gyms and leagues. To be allowed to challenge the league, you have to first beat all the gyms in the area. I just wanted to get that out of the way because Neil absolutely <laughs> and utterly failed to explain that. Because the, beating the league is like something that no one does. It's yes. set up there to be like, this is the best of the best. I'm the best at chess and you can't beat me. And if you do, you're the best at chess then, right? Fun fact, Ash didn't beat a league until like last year. <laughs> He's been on this journey for 20 plus years and he beat his first league last year. Well, that is dedication. (laughs) And if we're talking it in terms of chess, I vaguely understand that. So he's taken 20 years to become a master. That makes sense. That is progress. And he's, <laughs> he's always stuck with the same chess pieces, like one past chess piece, and then he changes all the other ones out. Okay, so that's the yellow one. Yeah. <laughs> Say okay. its name. Pikachu. Thank you. <laughs> or is it Raichu? Is that the one that comes after? That's the after one. Okay, but he never allows him to become evolved. He he keeps him... Allows him. <laughs> There's that episode about uh, Pikachu choosing to stay Pikachu. Okay, all right. Because I've heard weird shit about Pokemon and I, it makes no context. I might have to watch like some episodes to have some idea of what the fuck is going on. <laughs> I never really got into that. Um, I do remember Pokemon cards at school and um, we got banned from having training card games because kids were beating each other up for like, oh, no. Pokemon cards. Uh-huh. Like there was, there was like some like genuinely broken noses in like our middle school, and I'm like, ah, it's a good thing I'm too, gonna stay away from this because those things are worth money now. So <laughs> if I was a kid and I know what I, and I know what I know today, I'd be punching some noses too. <laughs> <laughs> You're holding quarter million of dollars right there in 2021. Those kids, <laughs> those kids confirmed time travelers. Yep. God, that's the worst. Okay, well, I feel I feel like I've become enlightened by Pokemon. Um, at least what it is. <laughs> it's I a would lot rather of still watch Digimon from the sound of it. But from the concept <laughs> being loose as in like they just exist in the wild and you go get them. Like, I think so. You know, like, I it, it's with- like 
It's like our world if someone suddenly invented how to how to bind an, a random animal outside to you via a device like the Pokeballs, and then you can use them to fight against each other. Like that's and, and uh, like just like in our world, you have scientists studying those animals, you have people caring yeah. for those animals, you have people breeding those animals, you have people like um, developing special uh, kibble just for those animals. It is. <laughs> it's morally questionable to do. <laughs> It what these children do with the animals, <laughs> but <laughs> but it's uh, an entertaining cartoon. Okay, good. Well, I'm glad I watched maybe the only good one in that opinion. Like something about <laughs> Jigglypuff resonates me, and there's there's one that looks like a duck who's always has a migraine. So uh, apparently that's that's my spirit Pokemon. You need to watch the ghosts one. I don't know why I'm thinking about that one right now, wait, but uh, you need hang to watch on, the ghosts Neil, one. Neil, Neil, wait a minute, wait a minute. Y'all have just introduced now ghosts into this shit. Neil, the ghost arch is the worst part. That's why oh, I quit first though. season. It's <laughs> no, it's so bad. It's so right. bad. He makes Sabrina laugh and she gives him the fucking back. And <laughs> it's the third match in a row. Ash stop. didn't fucking earn. <laughs> you gotta look at this from the concept of a child who's not like trying I to. I will admit, I watched this in my 20s, I've... so... I'm gonna I'm gonna back out while I still have any vague idea and have a simple like I feel like I have a grasp on this now. Adding in ghosts, I think it's just making this more complicated than it needs to be for me right now. So, I, thank you for Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ethel, you're better. Your this option better not be Pokemon. <laughs> it is not Pokemon. Okay, great. <clears throat> what have we got? So. I had access to very limited amount of cartoons. Uh, in my home, we only had the main broadcast television station, which had cartoons on Saturdays in the morning. And those cartoons were garbage, absolute garbage. And when we, uh, when Cassie introduced the uh, topic, I had a giant <laughs> fucking problem because I couldn't, like, that was all that was in my brain was the shit fucking cartoons from that, like, that, that little, like, two-hour section every m week that I had access to cartoons. But then I kept thinking about it, and I kept thinking, and then I remembered Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> It is very late in my 12, 13, maybe 14 years old that Dragon Ball Z comes up on Toonami, which was on Cartoon Network in Iceland. I did not have Cartoon Network. My aunt and my grandma did. And I would go over to their place at 6.20 every day to go watch <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. And it was amazing. It is such a dumb show. It is crazy. There's explosions everywhere. Everybody's punching everybody. The power to like destroy planets. It gets so dumb. It's so good. And they and power I up for five it. episodes. Oh yeah, yes. And they just scream at each other. And then you have, then you have the 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 the, the oh, what was his name? The the blue guy. He's always always like expositioning everything. It's so dumb. Oh, it's beautiful. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. And I loved it so much that I, in my late 20s, watched the prequel series called Dragon Ball. And those are <laughs> bonkers. Like straight up bonkers. They're great. I do not recommend watching them because there's like a hundred of those episodes which accrues to about <laughs> 2,000 minutes of uh, videos to watch. It's not worth that, but like it was the perfect thing to me, for me to watch in my 20s. But I watched Dragon Ball Z when I was a kid. I was just beginning to understand English. So I had a, 
idea what the stories were. Oh, was Cartoon and... Network English for uh, completely English for you? Yeah, Cartoon oh. Network was never an Icelandic channel. So uh, same here, that's, though. Uh, yeah, uh, well, we had I, uh, the the cartoons that were on the Icelandic television, like the little two-hour section I was talking about earlier, those were translated, and those were always garbage because, like, the Icelandic government was gonna translate Goku screaming, charging up, and then punching <laughs> Frieza so hard in the stomach that his tail falls off. It's what would that sound like in Icelandic, though? <laughs> Surely, if it's just screaming, they can keep uh, the scream. It, it, <laughs> if it's no. five episodes of screaming, that's super easy. Ah! In Icelandic. Subtitles. Ah! Oh, ah. Yeah. ah. <laughs> With an R at the end that rolls, like super easy. I did it for them. You're welcome, Icelandic government. <laughs> uh, it's, it, it's, it's a great show. It's so dumb. It's fantastic. I watched the entirety of the Frieza saga and well into the Cell saga before I couldn't watch it anymore. That's that's genuinely like, the, I think there were like two new episodes a week. So that's probably like a year and a half of catching those fucking episodes. Ah, oh, good times. Good times. <laughs> is that is that the the meme over 9000 yeah. yes that comes from like the first 10 episodes of dragon ball c uh oh no no it's like the first like 25 it's not until vegeta shows up that uh that stuff comes up uh, you're making me nerd out in a dumb way where like <laughs> yes. nobody cares way <laughs> don't worry she did that earlier with digimon too <laughs> I worked with a couple of buddies once that were really big into like a YouTube series of the Dragon Ball abridged. <laughs> it is so fucking good. If you watch Dragon Ball C as a kid uh, or like as a teenager, yeah. watch Dragon Ball abridged. It is. I missed Dragon Ball though, so it was kind of missing on me. But there was a Pokemon uh. one that was okay for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I never saw the Pokemon abridged. I, and again, like I think it is, you need to wat- have watched the original stuff to enjoy the abridged stuff. Yeah, it, no, 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 you don't. That depends on the series. But like, I watched Yu-Gi-Oh abridged, and I did not know the original, and I loved the abridged version. I was like, yeah, this is all the exposure I need. I don't need to watch the real shit. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely love Dragon Ball Z. It is a fantastic series. It does not teach you good morals. It does not try to, like, like genuinely the main character ignores his family and child, his wife and child, to fight bigger, better assholes. Like, there is a genuine scene where he refuses to come back to Earth because he wants to train to punch harder. It is fantastic. Wait, wait. So the, all the Vegemite people come from... Vegemite? <laughs> What? You mentioned Vegemite as a character. I'm like, I have no idea who Vegeta, but uh, yeah. Okay. No, Vegeta right. is a Saiyan and they come from the planet Vegeta. <laughs> they? Yeah, it's, it's a joke. <laughs> Throw it away joke. That the fact Wait. that the king and the prince and the planet were all called Vegeta. <laughs> See, I feel really called out because y'all are mentioning like shit. I, I don't know. Like this is super nerdy level... BS, like, yeah, I watched this nerdy shit as a kid and it was awesome. I have stupid shit like Top Cat on my list. <laughs> no the, one will understand rest, my shit. The rest of my list, I'm going to have to, like, ask what we mean by childhood television <laughs> series because, like, I watched them as a child. Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> well, one of my series like comes from that before I was born. Your life. That's, uh, that, that still live rent-free in your brain to this very day. 
Oh, you bet you that Dragon Ball Z probably still lives in Aether's mind somewhere. <laughs> Absolutely, you fucking know it. Every the time Kaioken. he touches the electricity cord, just sticking out of wall. He's translating. Is it Go- Goku? Vegemite's like scream in his head into Icelandic. Now he understands it. <laughs> Somewhere out there, there's somebody who cares about Dragon Ball Z who is very mad at UV. I oh, know. <laughs> there's someone who cares about Digimon, Pokemon, and Dragon Ball Z out there who is super mad at me. And they have every right, but I didn't grow that's up okay. with this shit, guys. That's okay. We, we love you anyway. Uh, someone out there is going to send you. you a much better explanation of Pokemon than me. <laughs> Because they will have been oh so God, frustrated with how I did it. They would be like, oh <laughs> please, my God. please don't tweet this at me. I won't understand. I probably also won't care. If you, can, <laughs> if you can summarize Pokemon in one tweet, do it. Yes. If someone can tweet do that and the, and the other three people on this podcast can say that that one tweet has summarized Pokemon, I will go watch Pokemon. I will watch whatever like fucking bullshit series you suggest. That's, 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 that's my thing out there. But also, V's favorite is Totodile. And so, send V gifts of Totodile dancing. Is, that's no, my I think it's Jigglypuff. Too. Like Jigglypuff, Jigglypuff is the is one that so sings, good. and they get super mad that nobody listens to them. And they draw no, on they everyone's fall faces. asleep because she's oh, yes, <laughs> yes. I feel like that and Psyduck because it looks like a duck and has migraines. It's just me. Like those two things. <laughs> yes. Um. All right. <clears throat> my 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 one of my three favorite cartoons and this is really difficult was a cartoon called Recess. Um, oh, the, yeah, that's about. on my list too. Yay! Yeah, I didn't know fun. it. I How do you spell it? So R E C E S S. So it was a American cartoon and I saw it at some oh, point okay. during my childhood because it, it I remembered it. Um and without having to Google anything, I just remembered and saw a picture of like the recess kids. I'm like, yes, now I remember the shit. It's literally about a group of school kids and their time during like their playtimes, their break times while they're at school. And there was a jungle gym type thing, and there was like a group of girls called the Ashleys, and there was <laughs> someone called Spinelli. And she was also an Ashley, but she didn't want to be an Ashley because all the Ashleys were like, oh my God, I have like the most perfect nails. What are you going to wear to the prom? <laughs> or whatever the fuck it was. Like they were supposed to be kids. No, they weren't like prom age kids, but they were kids. And she, like the Spinelli Ashley that didn't want to be an Ashley Ashley used to wear like this beanie hat and like had these like Doc Martin kind of boots thing. And she was like the most tomboyish thing in the world. And I fucking loved her because I'm like, that. that is basically me. I don't want to be dealing with this girly shit. No, fuck this. I'm into that and then there was this character named Gretchen I think her name was Gretchen and she was like the nerdy one like she had like glasses she was really tall and really thin I was really thin as a kid so like I, I get, again went with that and with her glasses and she was super nerdy and she knew stuff and I'm like yes I like this too I remember nothing about the boys whatsoever <laughs> except one of them played basketball and I thought that was kind of cool um, and oh, then the teachers v, like, there was this old lady she just want to punch him which one was Randall? Isn't Wait, that a snitchy you... one? I'm guessing real hard. You mean the, the only oh, kid yeah. trying to follow the rules? Yeah, rules Randall, that little bastard. This is the playground. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Randall was that little like little kid that would hide in the bushes and like, you know, Weasley grass you up to kid. the hall monitor. Yeah. He always had a notepad and a and pencil. And when he got older... <laughs> Yes, and when he got older, we know that that asshole got stitches. Like, that is the truth. Um, yeah. 
There was so much about that. Like, I, I love that cartoon. It was short. It was funny. Um, sometimes it gave you morals. Sometimes it didn't. But I just remembered the, hey, here are the Ashleys. You have to be cool like them. And Spinelli just like, I'm going to give it a shot. And then it's like, nah, fuck this. I'm out. And I loved it. Like, that's one of my favorite cartoons as a kid. Because I remembered it without having to, like, Google shit. I think Recess was one of the translated cartoons because it often tried to teach kids about like togetherness and accepting kids for who they are. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if the Icelandic government went like, yes, morals. <laughs> Let's translate this one. <laughs> morals, I remember this. <laughs> morals from the um, American school grounds that probably mm. have, um, <laughs> have no uh, reach here in Iceland. <laughs> Let's translate these. Yeah, it was... It was like kids that were just really different from each other and like the core group of kids that you followed that were the the good kids, like not the Ashley kids or the bully kids or anything like that. Like they were cool and they were all different and they all just liked each other and it was great and I loved that. Yeah. I just had to look up what the, the series was called in German because it was definitely not called Recess and I realized it's called Disney's Great Break. This just reminded me of Kids <laughs> Next Door. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Kids Next Door was pretty good too. Uh, What's Kids Next Door? Very similar in tone, but um, very okay. much like it take recess and then just put it on steroids. That that's kids <laughs> next door. It, it it very much elevates the idea of kids having like cliques and groups and like fighting the adults like to a new level. <laughs> no, uh, I remember recess, but I I, I have no like. I remember like, it too, but I don't remember any storylines or yeah. anything. No characters. I didn't even remember the names until you mentioned them. And I was like, oh, yeah, kind of yeah. like in the back of my it's head. Like there's back something. in the brain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like I, I remembered Ashley because like that was the one that I was like, like, I didn't remember her last name, but I know she wasn't Ashley, but she didn't want to be an Ashley. So she didn't join in like the Jumble Gym shit. I'm like, yes, I remember that. And it stuck in the back of my brain. It will never be there. And it made me so happy when I was like, yes, I could just write this down. This is the thing I remember. <laughs> but there was no overarching story plot there was nothing like that it was just like you know don't be a dick kids are kids continue on and go back to school like yes i'm on board yeah. <laughs> it also had a pretty rad opening i don't oh is it something to do with the school bell yeah i like remember this, about the, like it has like an army-esque theme like song to it yeah yeah it's like a drum beat it's yeah. like very yeah very militaristic yes yes you're right <laughs> We will drag these kids into shape. So when I was going to uh, school, uh, early school, um, my mom was a teacher and we couldn't go home until like six or seven because mom would be doing school stuff and dad lived, you know, dad didn't get off till later. So uh, grandma would pick mm. us up from school and we'd go home to grandma's. And that was pretty much what grandma had. That was TV, uh, was Recess and Dragon Tales came on afterwards, I think. And uh, my sister and I would watch Recess and, you know, have a snack and wait for mom and dad to get off work pretty much every day. That's adorable. So is that why that's on the list? Um, Yeah, because I, I don't remember anything about it, but it's definitely one that <laughs> I remember I watched as a child so um, okay, do you have fond memories i just make an, made an assumption <laughs> <laughs> um, or was it like oh no i have to watch this series now because mom and dad are never home <laughs> well it, it wasn't like i wanted to watch recess i could have gone home and played video games probably what i wanted to do all the time but i was you know stuck watching you know either this or judge judy i'm guessing you know who knows just regular tv 
Woof. <laughs> yeah, I, I choose recess over Judge Judy any day. I do like court TV, though. I used to come, it was court TV and Pokemon I used to sleep to in college. So I, I, I'm talking about Judge Judy. Um, but I, I like court. <laughs> Just Pet, studies petty that, court like, television. Yeah, it's like fake court where like two people argue in front of like a, a TV judge. Yeah, uh, basically. And then, <laughs> then she good, like uh, she judges. she gets a feel for which one the crowd likes more, and then she just judges in their favor. <laughs> Rude. It's it. You they have just, to play to the crowd. <laughs> they just yell at someone. They listen yeah. to the thing and she yells at them. <laughs> It says no, you're wrong. This is like a leave. really organized, like um, I guess Jerry Springfield or whatever the fuck his name is. Jerry Springfield. Yeah. These are not cartoons. Yeah, that's the one. Though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know that just Judy's in a cartoon, <laughs> but it has would that be a good cartoon. Of, like... Might wanna what would I think about I that think so. Cartoon Network? Wait, is isn't maybe there a like good one? Ace, Ace, Judge Ace, Judy Ace animated. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, someone, someone copyright that. <laughs> yep, there is there is a lawyer based one, and it's called Ace Attorney. I was correct. Um, it's a series of adventure video game legal dramas developed by Capcom, so it's the same um, group. I think I did Pokemon. I just I just remember seeing it as a cartoon. There you go. That's it. I'm, okay, I'm done. I'm sorry. <laughs> and that was my recess. Yay! Yay! Yay. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Kessie. Yeah. Uh, what's a, what's your what's your middle spot today? My middle spot today is something that influenced me on an artistic level, which is uh, the series called Inuyasha, another <laughs> anime. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Inuyasha, or call it by its real name, Dragon Ball Z for girls, <laughs> <laughs> or Sailor Moon for boys. Yes. I feel like you guys are just talking on a completely different level to me. <laughs> I feel like I've like turned up with paper mache and you guys turned up with fucking art. I'm like, oh my god, I'm out. I had to watch stuck, a lot man. of Inuyasha and I didn't understand it. And I'll explain later. It's it's uh it's one of those series that really only like you cannot just uh you can't catch jump a random episode. Yeah, yeah, you cannot yeah, jump in. That was my issue. Uh, <laughs> mm. I mean, you can if you if you know the basic like what's uh, the the premise of the whole thing. You can probably jump in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a it, it. I think it spans like 180 episodes or something, or 100. I don't remember exactly how many, or maybe 200. Like, uh, <laughs> um, it's it's a very long storyline, but it's also a very good storyline. It has like very good characters, in my opinion. Um, but what influenced me the most was like that the art style was very simplistic that even I could copy it back when I was like 13 years old, when I just started doing art. <laughs> uh, um, and I also had like a friend that uh, collected the mangas and so we often traded them. So <laughs> um, yeah, it was a very simplistic style, but like it was very effective for for the time back then. Like anime these days is... I don't know. Different. <laughs> it, it, it has changed. It has our own character. Like uh, the artist Rumiko Takahashi has a very own style that is very recognizable. Uh, unlike a lot of anime on the market these days, I could not tell who the fuck the artist is. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So, okay, could you tell me yeah. what is the basic plot to Enyuasha? Because all I know is there's like a cat boy or something, <laughs> and he has like a sword. And in one scene, in one episode, he accidentally kisses another boy character, and that was the 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 the, the Yaoi fanfic scream heard around the world. I'm not sure if that was Inuyasha or maybe Naruto. I remember it from Naruto. I don't remember it from Inuyasha. <laughs> I might be wrong. Uh, please educate me. <laughs> I am. I am seeing a lot of weird images researching these guys. Like, <laughs> are you on rule I don't. I don't have again? filters on. Like, I just run this. Like, fuck it. Like, he was a demon, wasn't he? Yeah. So and the there was of- a girl that really liked him the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> so the premise of like she has cat ears too. What the fuck is this? Yeah, yeah a new series recently came out earlier this year. Oh, um, a continuation with the the child of the main characters. Uh, oh no, they're doing the, the Naruto thing. Uh, maybe, but uh, but I don't think the child knows uh, their, their parents as, as far as I know. Like in the last thing I watched, anyway, the premise of the main story is that this uh, there this, there's this girl from the. Um, from the current times that accidentally fall like gets pulled into a well by another demon like she lives on a shrine and she gets pulled into a well and that well transports her 500 years into the past where she meets that uh, demon boy Inuyasha who first tries to kill her because she resembles a person he knew from his past and um um she got pulled into the well because she has like a jewel in her body that got reincarnated with, with her <laughs> Because, anime, you know, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> because anime. <laughs> ah, because anime. No, because she is actually the reincarnation of the person that uh, Inuyasha knew. And she was burned with that jewel and it got reincarnated in her body. And um, so it re-existed in that world. And it, this jewel is something that all the demons really want because it gives them superpowers. <laughs> and um, during a fight with a, a random demon that a- attacks attacks them um, for the jewel, uh, she accidentally shoots the, the jewel and it breaks into like a million pieces and then they have to go around Japan and look for those pieces. Because okay. even, even though like the jewel as a whole gives them superpowers, even just a shard already is enough to raise the power of a demon by like a lot. So okay. all the demons are uh, running wild, hogging those shards. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so what is the final bad guy? Like, you don't have to tell me how he's defeated, but what is he? Because he is... anime loves to go off the rails in their final season. Okay, this is spoilery. If you have not watched Inuyasha yet, <laughs> quit here. Lee, and... Cover your ears. Cover your ears. If, uh, if no. you can send it to me concisely in a tweet, I will... <laughs> <laughs> so the, with a the, gif the, of Totodile. <laughs> the final, the final bad guy. His name is Naraku. His um, he is um a uh, a person who really liked the 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 woman that was that died earlier that had the jewel and got burned. He really liked her, and like he wanted to make her his own. So he sold his uh, soul to like a thousand demons to to have her or like have the power to. Um, obtain her, and that is basically the bad guy. <laughs> see, see, I, I, I fucking knew it. Just ask for the final bad guy, and shit goes off the rails. <laughs> it's beautiful, but it's a really good anime. Like, uh, yeah, in my opinion, like it, it does a really good job of uh, bringing forth like all this, um, this, this gray zone between the demons, like the, the, the yokai, the Japanese one demons, because they're not just all bad. There are some good ones in between there, like the usual, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, um, 
it's it's really a different culture that that I personally appreciate because I'm bored as shit with more, like with Christian demons and angels. No more of that. Go away with that shit. I want nothing more of that. Please, I'm oversaturated. <laughs> Give us some bad, traditionally bad doing good and traditionally good doing bad. Like, no, I just hate. Man? I hate just Christian <laughs> angels and demons. I, I am so tired of that bullshit. <laughs> Again, I I have decided to stop googling the images on this because uh, this is getting. Fucked off, guys. <laughs> it's really good. I recommend it if you have like 180 <laughs> episodes to spare in time. <laughs> I can honestly say no, I don't. <laughs> I am barely keeping up with QCing our own shit. <laughs> but the artwork does look super clear. Is that like kind of what pushed you into being an art? Um, or was it just that it was easy to, no, it was, I guess, kind of replicate. No, it was it was on the market while I was getting into art and I was like, oh, this is nice too because like I, I was already into collecting mangas at the time but they were super complex. Like um, the characters back in, in like other mangas had like, especially the, the girly mangas that like I got from friends had like every strand of hair was drawn all over the faces and the eyes were huge as fuck and it was like so super detailed. I was like... What the fuck are all these lines? <laughs> oh, early, early ni- 90s girl mangas are horrifying today. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh Jesus. They are bad. <laughs> the the amount of detail, like, in the eyes and in the face, mm-hmm. it, like, it reaches that uncanny valley thing. Like, I think there's, like, a manga called something like Fruit Basket or something, and I, I genuinely oh, think that it's was just... Very, that is very simple, actually. That is a very simplistic design. I might basket. be misremembering the names. Maybe. <laughs> I, like some friend of mine gave me like one manga and all the girls had just these horrifyingly big <laughs> eyes and everything was so detailed but then they didn't have skin and he was just like ah it's, like, it's fucking atro- it's just awful just awful yeah well <laughs> well what he said well yep yep uh, <laughs> insert knowledge of of yep cool um <laughs> neil i'm gonna continue backpacking off of cassie's um okay and talk about one that i wanted to Set talk about one. but wasn't sure if i was allowed to but i'm going to because look here's the deal every <laughs> cartoon from here on out other than pokemon that's a children's cartoon neil is gonna have the same amount of memory problems as i have with recess um <laughs> I had to watch <laughs> Inuyasha, uh, or whatever was playing of Inuyasha, in order to watch Full Metal Alchemist, which I watched when I was very young. <laughs> Aww. Ooh. I'm assuming uh, you're talking, kicking himself. Not the you're talking about the original series. <laughs> Not the Brotherhood. Yeah. No, the one that was like 2001. I was <laughs> like somewhere between 10 and 13 when I was watching all those. In fairness, probably a lot of people watch those and then they, Brotherhood came out and everyone was like, oh my God, this is so much better. <laughs> yeah, basically Brotherhood was all out before I even knew that they had like two of them now. When people started talking about it again, um, I was just lost and I, I remained lost until much later. And I was like, oh, I understand. They just redid it. <laughs> it redid the ending, I think. 
but I guess I, I have nostalgia for the original a lot. I, it I, also <laughs> the ending of it <laughs> was I, something. My personal that, opinion is that I think you could keep like the first ten or so episodes of the original and tuck them in front of Brotherhood, so and I think it would be make the entire series a, little, a lot better. What you're insane? No, no, no they were. <laughs> The, the Brotherhood picks up at a much later time. They <laughs> were so grumps. Harumph, I told you. The original actually stuck a lot to the manga for like the first 10 episodes. So it, it was actually pretty good. Like until like, uh, I think there were there were parts in, in there that did not make it into Brotherhood. And Brotherhood picks up at a much later date and like compresses like everything that happened in those 10 episodes into like one and cut a lot of stuff out. <laughs> yes, Cassie. Brotherhood took a lot of fluff, <laughs> mm-hmm. put it into a ball, and <laughs> threw in the trash. <laughs> I have read the manga, and the manga's glorious. It is absolutely glorious. I have watched the original series, and I have watched the uh, new uh, Brotherhood. And Jesus Christ, if you try to, like, Cassie, I dare you to rewatch the original series. I did. And I did. I had to <laughs> cleanse my brain and rewatch Brotherhood after that because I was like, my God, this was so bad. But the it's... first 10 episodes were, like, good of the original. I don't think you. I don't think you actually believe that, Cassie, because the the, ori- the start of brother, I think like, he does. No, the origin, like the start of Full Metal Alchemist, not Brotherhood, the original series, mm-hmm. is so slow. It is they very take, slow, but it- <laughs> they take three episodes to finish the church thing. That is mm-hmm. one episode in Brotherhood. Yeah, and they don't add anything except Bird Boy, and that was not a good addition. <laughs> and that's not in the manga, Cassie. That was not in the manga. They just that's- added it because they wanted to do a Bird Boy. <laughs> I, I like that they included that storyline with the the guy that tried to fool the people with the coal, the minor guy. Yeah, yeah, they made like, a whole episode the- out of that. Yeah. That was clever. I'll that, give you I, that. I like. That guy reappeared in Brotherhood at some point, and he made no sense there. <laughs> nope, nope. Uh, That's why I think he... like they picked up on a lot of stuff in Brotherhood that they just scrapped out of the original series. Yeah, well, yeah, the, like the entirety <laughs> of the fucking plot. Like Jesus, <laughs> they go so hard off the rail around like episode mm-hmm. fifteen, sixteen when they ran yeah. out of source material. And... That's why I say if, uh, like up to 10 or something. I don't remember exactly what episode. It's been a while since yeah. I watched them. But like um, when he meets his sensei or whatever the fuck, the, like, and she puts them on the on the island, I think like up yep. until that point, the series, the, the original series was really good. And I think that part should still be in Brotherhood. <laughs> I'm sorry, I... Neil. We're just stealing your topic over here. <laughs> oh, it's okay. No, I was excited to bring this up because I knew it was going to be one that could be talked about. Um <laughs> so there is one episode in the original Even series it's not that, a childhood show, that quote, I have that, that like sticks in my brain for some reason. It's an episode where like the uh the main character, the main villain of the original series, she gives like a philosopher's stone to like a doctor and he's trying to mm. cure like a plague in his hometown. That is completely made up. That is not mm-hmm. from the manga. It's not from anything. And I just remember watching that specific show. I was sitting on my friend's bed. We were watching on this old CRT TV that was probably 15 inches. And just that episode destroyed me. It was just so fucking like upsetting. The ending is so upsetting. Like he's holding the... the, Oh, I I remember what you mean. Yeah. 
But yeah, because he was holding the sickness at bay using the Philosopher's Stone, but he had a fake one, so it eventually ran out of energy, <laughs> and his entire town just succ- succumbs to it, and they blame him because he was the one who was supposed to keep it in check. Uh, the ending scene is like him hugging his wife, completely consumed by this weird disease. It's like, it's fucking brutal. <laughs> uh, other than that, that's that series was just bad. <laughs> Like, I would stand by my word up till episode 10 or something it's pretty good until then you can f- no I, like I said I had to cleanse my like I watched Brotherhood at when it came out and then I was like actually let's go back and watch the original because I don't remember anything from that and after I finished that I was like I have to cleanse my brain I have to watch Brotherhood again because this was just bad <laughs> ending's absolutely nonsensical there's like a like she, she clears Gluttony's brain and like then Gluttony <laughs> comes back as like a super monster it's so dumb it made no fucking <sighs> sense like the the only thing that i found quite like <laughs> clever i keep saying the only thing uh, don't i Third time. I could have put a dinger in like post edit, like ding fucker, ding. You fucker. <laughs> the, their idea of like what doing deals uh. with the truth actually did, I found kind of fun. Like it created the homunculus. It's like a, it's a like that's not something from the manga. It's not from the original author. And you guys thought of that. That's a clever idea. And then they absolutely fucked it. <laughs> So I had to watch Inuyasha to get to that. And I had very much the same thing with Full Metal Alchemist as I had with Inuyasha because I was watching these. I didn't have DVR for a long time. So I was like waiting to watch whatever the hell they were showing, whether I've seen it or not or not. And um, eventually we did get DVR. And that's how I was able to like make sure that I watched the ending. But it wasn't until I had a very scattered view of everything else that had happened and i have i probably missed a bunch but i went back and watched them all later uh like digital video recording you could record your tv onto a little box it it was a very clever thing and i i never saw it anywhere in europe but it was like um it was basically a videotape recorder but you Mm -hmm. could like set the timer so it would record just exactly the show you wanted to see Mm. And you uh, could yeah, set it on a schedule. Too, yeah. We had yeah. we had a uh, a recorder thing that you could set for a sp- certain yeah. time, but I never figured that out because I couldn't math. <laughs> ah. But but it, it had like a VHS in it, didn't it? Yes. Like like a, a, a yeah. You're just talking about a programmable VHS. Oh, they okay. had like just a box that had its yeah. own like tape in it, and it collected all the information and uh, kept ours it. Ours was just a hard drive. Like in Britain, like we bypassed the video and the DVD shit. Like we just had a hard drive on the box, which received like the satellite or the the, the, the network stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the, I think this was very much <laughs> just like uh, yeah, England and America, uh, Britain, uh, Britain and the United States. Ours came in like the uh, box from the satellite uh, satellite or cable company. Um, yeah. That yeah recorded the thing and you had a remote with a little record button on it and you didn't have to press a record button like as the show was going on or anything but like when you're in the menu browsing all of the shows you can like scroll to the future yeah, and set, hit like, the a record, record on button it. and yeah. it'll record that it apparently got like really good it managed uh, it started to like cut out the commercials in between shows 
Wow. And I think that's about the time that like the satellite TVs were like, no, 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 you fuckers don't get to do this to us. <laughs> <laughs> Our advertisers are very angry right now. <laughs> you have to fast yeah. forward through those manually or with the 30 second skip <laughs> button. You cannot. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. But I remember that. I, I watch a lot of shows like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, thank you the for the discussion show. that that provoked. <laughs> yeah, it was the first show that I really wanted to like catch up story wise on, and I had gotten in bits like that, you know. And Inuyasha, I did not get the story on. <laughs> and I, and I watched in fairness, it. In I fairness, tried. I like, wanted to like it. The original Full Metal Alchemist was like I don't know. It was less than 50, I think, or 40 yeah. episodes. And yeah. like, you know, Yashra was like 180. Like, It, it was a bit easier for me it, to grasp episode yeah. to episode and kind of piece it together it's later. It's more condensed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the episodes are a little more action-y because a lot of Inu episodes, Inu Yasha episodes are very like conversation heavy. <laughs> and when or I don't know what they're talking heavy, about. Heavy because everyone's like, I have to deal with this emotion. Hold on. <laughs> I need one episode per emotion, please. <laughs> Hang on, guys. I'm I feeling an emotion. I have don't to know deal what's with going it. on. Oh goodness. <laughs> what is this plot you speak? Of? <laughs> one must emote first. I need to go watch right. Full Metal Alchemist now again. I only just watched Brotherhood. Is that what we watched? Yep. Okay. Yeah, I only just watched that like last year. We genuinely watched good. it because we were in between houses and we had nowhere to go and nothing to do. And all of our <laughs> shit was in boxes. Yes. You had though. no choice. Yeah, it was on Netflix uh, and I managed to sign into it on my like cousin's TV where we were staying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was like a solid day and a bit and then we kept watching it when we moved in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. Ah, uh, fun times. Um, all right. Aethel, what have you got? I've got... So, like I said earlier, I had that two-hour window of Icelandic cartoons where they translated it, which means 90% of the stuff Neil Reich listed off earlier, I didn't get until I was er older than 13 when I actually understood English. But there was one show that it didn't matter that I didn't understand it, it definitely influenced something in my brain. And that was Dexter's Laboratory. That yes. show caught my fucking attention every single time. Dexter's Laboratory, like something about... Uh, so I was a younger brother with an older brother. Uh, so not exactly. But something about being the younger brother and being teased by your older sibling absolutely resonated with me. Me and my older brother, we fought like uh, cat and dogs when we were younger. Cat um, and dogs. <laughs> and the... Um, <laughs> The idea of being clever and wanting to create was always resonant within me. And I, like, whenever, like, um, we had, oh, like, wait, a... Wait, wait, hang on a minute. You thought that you were Dexter and not Dee Dee. <laughs> well, yeah, I was shortened, uh, not the older you... <laughs> brother, so, like... Okay, all right. <laughs> I, I, I did not think I was Dexter because I was smarter. I thought I was Dexter because I was the younger brother. 
Right, okay. Do not put that evil on me. I was about to say, like, from what I've heard, you were nothing but oh. Chaos Incarnate, and oh. that's why I love DD from Dexter's <laughs> Laboratory. No, I, I was a very dumb kid. I had many, many concentration issues, and I never felt smart as a kid. I did not identify with Dexter because I thought I was smart. I identified with Dexter because I had a insane imagination. So when Dexter was, like, making machines with wrenches, I'd go to my dad's tool shop, and I'd just pick up a wrench and pretend I was making machines. Like, I... I, I Something about so him just cute. hit me in the brain absolutely correctly. He he was so fun. And he had this like laboratory. It was hidden behind the bookshelf. It was super cool. And 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 then there were like weird episodes in between, like when Dexter accidentally gets like uh, goes like way, way, way into his lab, into his old lab, where all the old machines are like decrepit and they're like a bunch of like robots that are like, Dexter, why did you leave us? And that episode just stuck <laughs> with me. I, like, I didn't even understand what was going on when I watched it, but I genuinely remember it and like retroactively figured out what the fucking episode was about and like like it it was so vivid in my brain I remember it I, I know there was a D&D episode and I know I watched it but back then I didn't know what the fuck D&D was but retroactively my <laughs> brains figured out oh that was a D&D episode there are so many episodes like that there's there's a there's a Stephen Hawking episode like it's 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 bonkers. It's absolutely bonkers, and I love it. And if you don't love Mandark, get out of my face. You have shit taste, and I don't like you. <laughs> Mandark is the best villain. I, I I remember Van Dark because he falls in love with Dee Dee. Yeah, and like Dexter gets one over on him by saying to him that he should invite Dee Dee to yeah, his, his house yeah. because he knew that Dee Dee would just go off on one. Yeah, and she did. That's the only thing I really remember about them. <laughs> And, la- and I love Dee Dee because she is chaos incarnate and she's hilarious and she's like a ballerina thing and she mm-hmm. does a little tippy toes mm-hmm. to sneak up on her little brother and annoy him. I'm like, yes, I love everything about this. <sighs> she even had a cat's phrase. Ooh, what does this button do? And then she pushes a button yes. and things explode. <laughs> yeah. As all buttons should do. And I, like, before, <laughs> like, uh, the. Dexter's Laboratory movie may be the finest 90s movie Wait, in the world. Yeah, like a, a 90s cartoon movie. I need movie. to Google this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is fan-fucking-tastic. Move, move, oh my god, it is a movie. Holy shit. Ego it, trip. <laughs> it is so good. Like, if you watched Dexter's Laboratory as a kid and you remember some of its stuff, watch the movie, it, you don't need to do anything else, and it's genuinely just, like... You watch it and you're just like, yes, this was absolutely the movie to just close out the series. It's perfect. It's fantastic. You know what else had a movie V? Hmm? What's that? Recess. <laughs> no. I didn't get see really? like I, I feel that, that that stuff was probably on Cartoon Network and I didn't have Cartoon Network. I didn't have Nickelodeon. I didn't have any of that stuff. I had whatever the BBC could rip off and put on their like Saturday morning shit. Like that's all I had. But yeah, Dexter's Laboratory, 100 fucking percent. See, Dex Lab is in my honorable mentions because I like Didi and that's the only thing that I really remember about it. I didn't I didn't enjoy the boy, the Dexter at all. <laughs> that was annoying. The, I mean, she was annoying, but on a whole level, that was entertaining. <laughs> in the first episode, he has a button that turns people into different animals and him and Didi are turning each other into different animals. It's It's a great episode. 
And then at the end of the episode, mom and dad are coming home and they're running up the stairs and they've accidentally turned each other into slow animals. So there's this like slow chase as they're trying to get to the remote and head of each other. One of them's a tortoise and the other was a snail. Yes. Yes, I remember that. It's fantastic. Oh, wowzers. Um... (laughs) <laughs> I I I I don't have anything quite as cool to talk about. I have Top Cat. Um, Top Cat was about a cat who wore a purple hat and he lived in a trash can. <laughs> what Top Cat? I remember yep. Top Cat in Britain. In Britain, he was called for like I I googled this because I was oh, pretty sure okay. like I knew there was a whole like story around Top Cat. So Top Cat was like this like uh, like that Hanna Barbera esque uh, time era of cartoons, which include like the Flintstones and the Jetsons and shit like that. Like like that was a whole like bunch of stuff. And their theme tune is very much along that. Um, I did some googling today because I wanted to make sure I, I understood the story correctly. In Britain, for the longest time, it was called Boss Cat and not Top Cat, even though. The entry song is called Top Cat. They had to replace the title cards, which meant that the sound ended up skipping um, because there was a a brand in Britain called Top Cat and it was on the BBC and the BBC, which is like the the every every man's channel that you pay your TV license for, um, wasn't allowed to have advertisements. So they had to change the name. Um, It got re-aired. So it came out in 61 and it got re-aired when I was a kid. And I remember loving the shit out of that because it had the most banging like theme tune and the episodes were just Fucking wild. Top cat at one point having like living in a dumpster or living in a, in a trash can. Trash can. Yeah, trash can. He uh got class to, he's <laughs> We got call class them rubbish me. bins in the UK, not trash cans. Um so he lived in a rubbish bin and he got jealous of a horse that they brought because the horse got them into debt, but then the horse was what? super good at racing, so he suddenly forgave it. <laughs> like the, the, the episodes made no sense. And there wasn't an overarching plot. It was like, you know, Monster of the Week equivalent. And it was so dumb and it was so stupid. And it had a catchy tune. And the fact that a cat lived in a bin and looked as dapper as Top Cat did, I was like, all right, I'm in for this. And that was that's my number two cartoon because it's the only other cartoon that I remember, apart from the big cartoon I'm about to mention. I'm upset Like everything that else in my childhood or animation. What, what don't you know about Top Cat? I'm upset that I didn't know about Top Cat. Or don't know Top about Top Cat is amazing. Like it, it comes from that like that that Flintstones and Jetsons era of cartoons, and it has that same style. And he's just cool, man. Like Top Cat is just cool. <laughs> he's he got a, in a rubbish bin, and he is purple. He's got a heavy like uh, New York accent. Yes, all of them do. <laughs> It is a fantastic like gangster shit. They're, they're all like they they are like a mock gangster gang, the Top Cat gang. Yep. I don't know what they're called. Top uh, Cat, and they're. I remember it, and it's it unfortunately TC. falls into the category of I didn't get it when I was younger because I didn't understand English, but I do remember <laughs> a single episode of Top Cat. They get approached by genuine mobsters who have the cats haul a bunch of like. Uh, goods steal it from a warehouse and oh one God. of the cats is like oh no all these alarm clocks are wrong so he sets all the alarm clocks so they will wake somebody up at 7am because you have to wake up at 7am you have to go to the work and then they send all the stuff out and the real monsters take everything and then the cops come and they arrest the top cats and the top cats are like oh I didn't do it It's a, it, it wasn't a me it's Baba Booey like they're doing some weird New York accent um 
And then the young cat, like, because I was like, oh, I, I, I actually set all the alarm clocks. And they're like, oh, we've got like 200 alarm clocks that are going to go off at the same time. We, if, if everybody in New York is quiet at the same time, we'll find the warehouse. <laughs> and of course, the gangsters have the warehouse next to the police station because nobody's ever going to look there. <laughs> Only uh, episode I remember. Yep. Um, Top Cat was just cool. <laughs> That's why I liked it. The, the episodes made no sense. They didn't link. Oh. They were great. <laughs> I was a kid. <laughs> My dad liked them because he remembered watching them with his first kids. So like, it was something we bondo. Except he knew it was Boss Cat. And he was like, what is this Top Cat shit? I'm like, that's <laughs> clearly the same, Dad. It was great. I just there tried to remember that's... what else I remember from the Hanna-Barbera era. And I think it was Jesse and the Pussycats. <laughs> yeah, I heard that was one, but I never got that. <laughs> I, was I not just remember oh, you got the Flintstones. My dad loved the Flintstones. So we watched that a lot, but I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> I didn't. I, I didn't understand it either. But apparently, my mom was into it. <laughs> the um, uh, I remember the outro to Top Cats being just fantastic. I don't know. Remember? Yeah. I, I don't remember it. I just remember liking it. But that might have been yeah, because it, I didn't it, like Top Cats, and when the outro was going, it was like, please, some, please, Dexter, nap, please, Dexter, nap. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, that's that's. I have like way less interesting shit because I had a lot less to remember. But my honorable mentions list is is, is good. So I promise you that. Right, um, right. <laughs> ish maybe. All right, Kessie, what have you got? So on my top one list is uh, the Jungle Book, the the series, um, which is a it is actually an anime, but like from the late eighties, I think. I think it was mm-hmm. like. Uh, 89 or something that it came out um it has 25 episodes and it is uh, like uh it was really big here in germany in the 90s when it got translated it um (laughs) um what i liked about it uh, is that like um it something that resonated with me very much is that like Mowgli really went on a search for for his place in the world because he was torn between the world of the animals and like the human world um that that really i don't know something about it uh touched me really deep inside <laughs> you identified with it you were yeah, torn I, between the human world and the yes, unicorn world i want yeah in the, <laughs> did you say unicorn world <laughs> Wasn't that your favorite animal? No. Was it lobsters? <laughs> exactly, yes. Oh the unicorn lobsters. <laughs> oh, God. That's a novel, right? Um, <laughs> what I really liked about it was like that it played uh, in, in nature for the most part. Like, uh, I am not very much a fan of like modern times uh, city stuff. Uh, so Mm-mm. I'm always in for it when everything like, happens out in the forest. That's great. <laughs> It sticks to the original uh, <laughs> books from from Rudyard Kipling a lot more than the bullshit that Disney made out of it. <laughs> um, and even <Yes. laughs> I, I only got into uh, into the uh, Kipling stuff like a couple years ago, and then like I read all the stuff, and then I was like, <gasps> "What the fuck was Disney doing?" <laughs> See, don't speak ill of the mouse; it'll find us. <laughs> <laughs> and Aethor, honorable yes. mention for you. The main character, Mowgli, actually has a, a, a sidekick that is a red panda. Yes. Okay, we're watching this. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and uh, the... hmm? I did not know there was a Jungle Book TV series. Just yeah. never crossed my radar. <laughs> 
We we had it in the UK, but it wasn't one that I really watched. Um, I think it was on the other channel. Okay. <laughs> the other channel. There's a little fun fact well, I remembered had... when I put it on my list is that they, there were like a bunch of wolves that had uh, random voice actors, like random wolves that just showed up because they are packed. They have to have like a lot of wolves there. And um, some of them are re uh, recurring. They cast a bunch of dudes for the wolves. And then later it turned out that two of the wolves got married. So they had a gay wolf couple in the German top. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh. I think, I think like you could tell by the way the wolf was drawn that it was supposed to be a female, but it had a male voice. And I think the dude that voiced him noticed that and like gave him a female touch. <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious. Uh, that's beautiful. <laughs> that's so cool. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I remember it. I remember it being on on like. Uh, so we, we we had like four channels growing up. Um, we had like the BBC, which is like the British Broadcasting Company, um, and that's what we pay our TV license. We had one, two. One was like mainstream, and the second one had to be different. Like the Queen declared <laughs> it must be different. Um, we had like ITV, which is the one filled with ads, and how that that was how that was got paid for. And that's the one that my parents didn't want to watch because they didn't like the programming. So they thought BBC was always superior. And I remember that the the um, the Jungle Book cartoon was on the channel with the adverts and my parents wouldn't let me watch that Aww. that's how i remember that was thing. it was so good <laughs> yeah, like yeah. for a, a children's series from the uh, like late 90s it was like so full packed with with uh like growing of age topics and um mm. like some some like some dark shit there because they they murder some animals in there <laughs> Like, like not bloody and stuff. Like, it's not like uh, Watership Down or anything like that. But I uh, know, yeah. Like, like that that came on consistently every Christmas, and I never understood why that was a thing that my parents would want Watership us to watch. Down? Like, yeah, what the fuck. <laughs> That's not a Christmas yeah. movie. So there were there was some like yeah there was some, like really miserable like cartoons oh, and like geez. um like kids stuff. Oh yeah, I remember. And, to be fair, a lot of like British TV was like really fucking dark for kids. Like this mm. shit was like bad. But like yeah, they would play that every Christmas. I remember there was Down. another se I, series I that was from the same studio as Watership Down that was called something The Cat Detective, and it was like the same level of uh like there were guts flying around, cats slicing each other open. I was like, why is this on a kids channel? <laughs> <laughs> like we look back at like cartoons like uh, a lot of the, the british like stuff was like either like uh like stop motion stuff or it was like live action just like really short but they were always really fucking dark man mm. like no wonder like our generation grew up completely screwed <laughs> <laughs> it's so dark i look at like kids tv now and it's like paw patrol or it's like uh, dora the explorer what the fucking else what the kids things watch um swiper no swiping <laughs> yeah do it the fimbles, shit like that. Like they're so happy and cheerful, and everything's cool. There's no sadness. Like nah, TV from back in old time was dark as shit, man. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, all right, Neil. What have What have you got? What's your What's your top spot? Spot. Spot. Um, spot. 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 I've, I've got another one of the ones that people might argue are not quote unquote childhood cartoons. <laughs> But this is my childhood. And you weren't there. So, um, I think this one is great, though. And I think that a lot of people still remember this fondly. Uh, Futurama. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. 
stands out on my list um, because it was very good. <laughs> the end. No one disagrees. <laughs> Glad so, we're, nope, we're, nobody's we ever disagreed. We couldn't get. We couldn't get Futurama. Um, like I grew up in like the standard TV household. Like we didn't pay for any extra packages or shit, so we couldn't get like Cartoon Network or anything. And even when we did buy like the upgraded like package for the TV, uh, it didn't have Cartoon Network. So <laughs> because you have to pay extra for this, my parents were like, "You will watch documentaries," which was fine because I was a nerd and I didn't want to watch cartoons because I thought it was for kids. I'm like, I don't want to do this. I'm like an adult. I want to get out of here. Um, now as an adult, I'm like, I wish I'd watch these cartoons. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. Um, so Futurama was on Sky One and we had to pay extra for Sky One. So we never got to watch that kind of stuff. Oh, like, shit. That Sky bypassed one. me completely. Sky One. Yeah, that's it's, it's just a, that's a phrase I haven't heard There's in a channel. ages. Yeah. It used to be B Sky B or some bullshit like that, and then it became Sky One Skate, whatever. Um, so yeah, I didn't watch Futurama until I was in like my mid twenties, like when most of the like episodes, like they'd already gone past that. We've been cancelled. We're back again. We've been cancelled. Like I didn't watch it until after that shit, and then I watched like pretty much all of it in once in like one like good sitting. Like okay, here's a month of my life. I'm watching Futurama, and I could not stop fucking what laughing. A good that month. shit is so fucking funny. Yep. <laughs> What a good month. It gets to a point where I'm like, I'm done with this now, but it's so fucking funny. Like, Hermes, I fucking love Hermes. <laughs> he might actually be my favourite. I love him so fucking much. Like, yes. And now I realise that I am Hermes at my job. And I'm like, okay, okay, this is a better way to see it, but I still hate it. I love Hermes, though. So good. Uh. <laughs> I think you're right. Futurama, enough said. <laughs> <laughs> well, what is there to say? There is no arguing. Like the first like three series are just fantastic. And yeah. then they get like rebooted on Fox or some other channel. I don't remember, like four or five four or fifth season. <laughs> and even then, like they're still making great shows. <coughs> uh no, no. I, I've got I've got nothing to say. <laughs> ten out of ten, Neil. It's a, it's a good show. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> My honorable mention list is long. I'm not going to go into uh, details, but I just need people to understand that it exists. So, yes. So first, I like the one episode I will give. Like, okay, Tenji Muyo was the first and only harem anime I ever watched. It like I just loved it as a kid. I, I have no excuses. I just liked it. Whatever. All right, Powerpuff Girls, genuinely one of the best '90s cartoons. Uh, like uh, cartoons, like just just fucking watch it. It's awesome. Curse the Cowardly Dog, inventive, be- like beautiful animation, just fantastic. The characters are beautiful. I love it. Two That's stupid dogs. One. Who wrote this? Who approved oh this? Oh my god! Thank two you so much. I love two stupid yes. dogs. There's an entire episode where they're trying to put a quarter in a phone booth, and uh, they end up robbing a bank to do it. And then when he finally does it, he uses the the quarter to call the other dog who got arrested for the bank robbery. You got Cow and Chicken, uh. which has Red Guy, which is just my favorite cartoon character in the world. There's a meme going around on around like where the fact that in Cow and Chicken they always just ate pork butts, and the the jokes like oh, <laughs> and somebody's surprised that this generation loves eating ass when this was our cartoons. <laughs> Fantastic! I love that meme. Ed and Eddie oh, are just. Guy. Okay. Uh, the red guy, devil guy, uh, he's yeah. so good. He's so flamboyant. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no. I love him. I love him. Now I know where that voice came from. <laughs> yes, now you do. <laughs> 
Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. I didn't understand what the fuck was going on when I was younger, but then as I grew up, I genuinely right. watched all of it as a 20-year-old plus. I watched all of it. It is all fantastic. Rebecca Sugar, you are a genius at writing, except for um, uh, Butterscots or whatever the name of that character was. It was I awful. slept on that show as a kid. I needed, so to, good. <laughs> needed to get on that. So fucking good. Johnny Quest, the only adult cartoon that ever crossed my radar. So fucking cool. Great. And then Sheep of the Big City. I don't know why it stands out in my brain, but it absolutely stands out. All right. My honorable mentions are done. So now I have to bite the bullet and admit that Yu-Gi-Oh! is my favorite cartoon series. Oh, my God. Oh, God. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh! genuinely changed hang my on, life. Hang on. Hang on. So we've had Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> yep. Dragon Ball Z. Yep. And Dexter's Lab. Yes. I'm feeling a trend of utter nerd here. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Yu-Gi-Oh! Um, I randomly came across it on Sky One, I think, when like we had Sky One for like a year in my house. It was on at 6 a.m. And for some reason I was awake and I watched the first episode and then they showed the next episode and then they showed the third episode. And I was hooked. I just genuinely, I caught the first three episodes in a row. Like the first genuine, like one, two, three of the first season. It was probably the first time in my entire life I had seen a show (laughs) and just caught the first three episodes in a row. And I was hooked from there on. And I loved it. And I don't care that the first season makes no sense. There are no rules. Nobody's following the no rules that are there. And and there's a scene where he stabs the moon to kill all the ocean animals. And that's not a move <laughs> from the card game. That is not how this game works. But it's beautiful. It's all beautiful. <laughs> so, all right. I watched one episode of that. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it was the whole episode because it was on the, the... I'm pretty sure it was on the channel that had the advert. So I didn't manage to get watch of it. <laughs> Is that the one with the cards that you throw and you randomly yell, go cards, and the card action happens and then the card like turns into like some fucking snake bullshit um, and attacks the other card snake bullshit and then, and then the cards go back to normal and then they play with their cards again? You don't? That's... So you might be misinterpreting what's going on. It sounds more like yes, Pokemon. They did. <laughs> uh, yes, they did massive over-the-top movements. So they would put down a card and they'd be like, I draw a card from my deck and now I put down the Celtic Guardian. And they like over-animate yeah. everything and it's fucking fantastic. Yes. And then, then for some reason no. it goes, Celtic Guardian, full blade attack. And you're like, why are you yelling these things? Your card has an attack value. Just say attack. There is no full blade attack. You're you're just making shit up, dude. <laughs> you're making us look yes, bad in this... front of the other other enemies. <laughs> yeah, they're kind of like this is this is what I'm I'm talking about. Like the dude had we were like a, a blue coat or something, and he had like blonde or white or peach hair or some bullshit. Yep, and he was just consistently like ah and yep. throwing cards at people, and like nobody was throwing this? cards. What is this shite? There is. One guy who throws one card, and that's Saro motherfucking Kaipa, and he is too rich to give a fuck. And uh, like, he, he's the only character that's allowed to throw a card. He uses it to disarm a guy. And this is don't they throw cards like into the arena, and then that turns into the weird snake? They shit. genuinely put it on a like a thing they have on the wrist or a thing that is in front of them. They do 
not throw them. They, these are not shurikens. These are cards. No. <laughs> well, I think they threw them in the middle and then they turned into like fucking snake No, 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 no that's Pokemon. I, then, I just remember they summoned creatures with this shit. And there like, were holograms that summoned creatures and that then fought. Oh my god. Yes. Okay, no wonder it, I didn't understand. It was absolute madness. And the story of the show is just ludicrous. Like the first season, there's the heart of the cards and you have Pegasus who's like stealing souls for some ambiguous reason. And he's not a horse. By the end of the Wait, f- from the cards or from the holograms? What? From the cards or the holograms or the from people? people. Like some unicorn stealing no, no, like no, fucking soul shit. No, like, this is just a name. He's not a horse. His name is Pegasus. <laughs> He's Pegasus, and he's too fantastic to be even bothered with Okay, is this, like, really advanced Pokemon the card game? No, no, no. It, <laughs> it, it, it was originally a weird manga that was surprisingly dark, and there was a surprising amount of deaths in it. And then, and for some reason, they decided to make... not about card games at all? No. Uh, okay, all right. Then they make the anime, and the anime is completely about the cards and just there to make sure you sell the cards. My feeling uh-huh. is that they made the first season and then they decided the rules because the second <laughs> season kind of follows the rules. Not completely, but kind of. And then the third season completely follows the rules. First season, so, there's a guy who's stealing stealing souls for n- some weird, unambiguous reason. And then at the end of the story, it's explained that he has Egyptian artifacts and he's using them to steal souls so he can revive his wife. And then randomly, one of the good guys is evil and he steals that guy's soul and his like Egyptian artifacts. And then he does something that comes back about 80 to 90 episodes later. He does something in season one, last episode, that comes up in season five. <laughs> and that's dedication to the art of storytelling. <laughs> I tells you. I tells you. I feel his pain. It, um. <laughs> it is so weird. It's a, it's a crazy fucking series. The first series, the Battle, uh, battle Island. The second series, Battle City. Sec- third series is like, I don't remember what the fuck. That's the a world. Ah, uh, no, it, it does not escalate like that. And then, oh, okay. the, the third series, the stupid fucking hologram app. Uh, they're all stuck in hologram world. Fifth series is the filler series that had nothing to do with anything. And there's randomly one guy is trying to sink the world, I think. He's trying to, like, re- bring back, uh, like, Atlantis through card games for some reason. Okay, I think I might need more than a tweet to understand <laughs> this one. And then fifth season, totally fifth season guess. is where the story comes together, and it's it is genuinely like in such a dumb way, such a good pulling together throughout the whole series. There's like an Egyptian theme, like under like thing going on. In the last season, it's revealed that the main character has like the a part of a soul of an ancient Egyptian pharaoh. And the bad guy, the good guy that was randomly bad was his nemesis. And the two of them like got stuck into soul artifacts back in ancient Egypt. And they both emerged to finally fight Duke it out. And it's so dumb, but it's fantastic. And it's told in a fantastic way. And only the bad guy is aware that he's like been time traveling and doing shit. So he's like trying to cheat so hard. He's trying so hard to cheat and he's genuinely cheating. And it's fantastic to see the bad guy just like, yeah, I know the rules. Yeah, I know the matter. I'm going to cheat. <laughs> You still have Karibo in your deck, motherfucker. I'm. I only have like like eighteen hundred attack, like four star summons, sucker. 
And let's okay. not forget that they randomly uh, <laughs> continued the story with card games on motorcycles. <laughs> That's fourth season. That's fourth season. They bring back Atlantis and card games on motorcycles. <laughs> and yes, Cassie, Yu-Gi-Oh! The Abridged Series is, is fan-fucking-tastic. This is the only thing I know about it. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I mean, if V doesn't want to watch it, just watch the Abridged uh, Series with her. <laughs> oh, it's so I, good. I... I I <laughs> see. I feel like y'all had a much more solid connection to cartoons and stories when you were kids than I did. Oh, me. <laughs> I read stupid shit like this is a random like tapir who lives in like the fucking jungles. Um, <laughs> I learned about that shit and how they hunt. I learned about stupid shit like what the fuck a platypus is and how stupid that is in biology. Like I learned stupid shit because I. Oh, sorry, I learned about volcanoes. Um, <laughs> I learned about that because of that, that fucking parents said you will watch documentaries. Um, I, you are so nerdy about this shit. I'm living partially in awe. If I learned about <laughs> a volcano, it's because Miss Fizzle took me to one. Who was Miss Fizzle? Are, are you talking about the, the I can fly twice as high as magical school bus series? Magical school bus, <laughs> yes. It's Miss Fizzle, right? No one's going to know. I, I, I'm talking I wouldn't to the wrong know. people. <laughs> what, what, the what the fuck are you talking about? There was, like, an, there was an educational series in uh, America called like, The Magical School Bus, and every episode would start with the, the teacher going, Today's a road trip! And then she'll drive his, her magical school bus into space or something stupid. <laughs> Inside your blood what cells. What is this? Is someone tripping when they pitch these like cartoons to people? Girl, what is there, this? There, there's a show called um, <laughs> I Am Weasel. Um, I yes, am Weasel. You, may, you may remember that one. And That's the one. <laughs> answer to your question. Yes, they were tripping and they were tripping hard. <laughs> okay. All right. Ugh. Remember the episode okay. of I well, Am Weasel where I Am Baboon goes and rewrites all the rules of, uh, <laughs> rules I of physics? I, I think it's I Am Baboon. I Am Baboon. Right? Yep. <laughs> And uh, he, he, he he doesn't like the fact that he failed like a math, no, a physics test. So he goes and rewrites all the laws of physics, which are pieces of paper, which have the laws of physics on them. Uh, yeah. That's how you do it. I, <laughs> Step uh, up your game, Thanos. I, a baboon, is not stupid, man. I will rewrite history. I can do it. Oh, God. I can hear all the voices in my head. It's crazy. All right. All right. Uh, one of my honourable mentions, which isn't on here, which you haven't mentioned so far. Oh my god, it's just gone off my brain. I could see it clearly. I can literally see the outline of the characters just like on my desk. I know I can't remember. Sing them. the theme song. All right, I'm going to go to the other honourable mentions that aren't Sing cartoons. Sing the theme song. Um, I don't remember it either. It's completely gone. Like just genuinely just gone. I saw it and then it was gone. Um, okay, so. As I said, like a lot of the things growing up were more stock animation, like um, stop motion animation. So we had the Wombles, which was great because they were just giant fluffy people, sorry, people in like giant fluffy costumes. The and they were always like, oh, no, no, uh, no, that's the Stelly Toppies. No, this is called the Wombles. And it's like a fairly older ish one. And yeah, you have to Google it. There was a song called I, Everybody's oh, a Jesus. Womble and everyone have a Wombling Christmas, which was a. 
favourite in our household. Did that wimp- And the Wombles were just big and fluffy and they told stupid tales, tales like, this week we have to go clear up Womble Common because a load of people had left litter on it so they cleaned it up and that was the whole episode. Um, okay. So that's one honourable mention. There was also Postman Pat, which I loved as a small child <laughs> because it had the cat and it was cool and we were forever argue about what the cat was called. Um, it was just it was the black and white cat. It didn't have a name. It, it was no, literally it was just... in the Icelandic song, nope. intro song. We, we named the cat... Cool. If you didn't name the cat, tough luck. We named it first. I don't know if it was named, but it was just in the song, Postman Pat and his black and white cat. No, that was it. He po- did shit early in the morning because he was a postman. Postman Pat and his cat, Njálk. Postman Pat and his cat, Njálk. It rhymes in Icelandic. Shut up. If you didn't name it, that's your fuck up. No flag, no because country. Pat and cat rhyme. Okay. So we had that. We also had... Um, uh, we're Thomas the Tank Engine, which we have discussed before, and I used to enjoy the shit out of that. And there was a side set of stories called Tugs, and I had them in a um, in, in books. And the Tugs were basically the same animate, sorry, the same kind of like style as Thomas the Tank Engine, Thomas the except Tank they were about tugboats. Scary. <laughs> Thomas the Tank is terrifying. His faces <laughs> are trapped in there. Yeah. They are. and they always look so sad and upset and genuinely uh-huh. the one episode that sticks out to me is when they end up like one of the t- one of the, the the trains are misbehaving and then they put him in a tunnel and they block up the tunnel and <laughs> it's so dark and so creepy and it's it's hilarious and i used to love it i used to have thomas the tank oh, engine no. toys like just play with them um so yeah there was that all right so that was kind of the level of shit that I grew up with. Cartoons passed me by. These <laughs> stupid things, animation, uh, like um, stop motion are, are great. Um, also, massive shout out to Wallace and Gromit because I fucking love that shit. Okay. <laughs> and they also did a movie. It was amazing. Anyway. My other cartoon isn't like a cartoon series because, again, that's not a thing that I remember very much. But there were a lot of cartoon movies that were played. And my absolute favorite and will still remain my favorite forever and ever is the BFG. So the BFG recently had a remake where they used live action shit and I didn't enjoy that. That was bad. But the BFG, the cartoon, was basically based on the book called The BFG by Roald Dahl. And I loved all of his books. His books are why I got into reading. Like His books were the first ones I ever read. And I think I read The Magic Finger was my favourite one. I was always upset that I never converted that into a cartoon or, or, or anything like that. Anyway, so the BFG is about the big friendly giant and there is this orphan girl named Sophie and she had glasses and she wore a nightdress and she lived in an orphanage and she read a lot and like the school, the, 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 all the other orphans are mean to her and the woman who runs the orphanage is super mean to her. And one night she's awake and she's staring out the window and she sees this giant running around. The giant reaches through the window and she's like, no, please don't eat me you're a giant he's like okay cool i won't do that uh, because he's a friendly giant he doesn't eat humans human beans as they're called um but all the other giants eat human beans and the other giants like eating human beans and they go around and they take children because they like eating them and the big friendly giant protects the little girl sophie and he's so upset because he stole sophie from the orphanage and she must have a nice life and then she cries and he cries <laughs> and there's a whole thing and he basically gives dreams to kids he catches the the bad ones and he puts them in bottles and he has goes and like gives all the kids the good dreams from the place where you get the good dreams from and that's what he used to do and a little trumpet put it through the window 
and then like the kids would have good dreams. So that's that's that was his thing. And he used to eat something called snozcumbers because giants are supposed to eat people, but he was a vegetarian and he wouldn't eat people. So he ate something called a snozberry, which was like a cucumber, but fucking grosser than a cucumber. I'm like, a cucumber would still be shit, but this is and then <laughs> You're after cucumbers. that, like they find out that like the other giants are gonna go eat all the children in the UK. So what they do is they go to the Queen of England. <laughs> And the Queen of England is persuaded that she needs to set up a guard and that they need to go into giant land and take down all the giants, which they do. They kidnap them all and they shove them a hole in the ground. And the BFG has breakfast with the Queen and he has to eat his breakfast with like gardening tools. And it's the greatest shit ever. And then like the BFG is given a place to live in and Sophie lives with him because she's an orphan. And like the Queen is like, thou shalt not live in an orphanage. You are too good. And that was the end of the movie. <laughs> And I love that fucking movie. I love that movie so fucking much. There is a guy who voices the big friendly giant. He never gets a name. And his name is David Jason. And he, I fucking love this dude. Like, he is cockney as shit. And it is amazing in this film. And I love it so effing much. So, the BFG is my favourite cartoon from a kid. I know it's not a series, but it's the only thing I could definitely say is a cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> and there you go. That's the BFG. <laughs> I did not know this was a cartoon. I, so I thought upsetting. it was just the movie that came out a couple of years ago. I did not know that it was based on anything. <coughs> I knew it was the yeah, they, they had UK. they just <laughs> So they did they did do a remake recently of the BFG where they used yeah. like live actors and stuff like that. And it was it was okay. It got the gist of it, but it took out all the songs that they had. I'm pretty sure the BFG had songs, at least I remember it having songs anyway. It was I remember a while since I watched it. watching this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I think it was about the snozberries, <laughs> snoz cucumbers. Um, oh, and also they used to drink this like carbonated beverage, and it would make him fart a lot. And it was just like the funniest <laughs> shit as a kid. Um, <laughs> I um, but no, yeah, like the, there was the original cartoon that came out like a year after uh, I was born, so like eighty nine, and it it was based on a book by Roald Dahl, and Roald Dahl wrote a lot of like kids' movie, uh, like kids' books and adult books as well. He also wrote a lot for like. Um, Tales of the Unexpected, like a, a British version of um, like the Twilight Zone, that kind of thing. And he wrote lots of kids books because he had kids and he found it interesting to talk to them and like tell stories. So that's he'd write them down. He did Matilda. He did the Magic Finger. He did, um, oh, bloody hell, it's been so long. James and the Giant Peach, which is one of my other honourable mentions because it's not a cartoon, but it was stop motion. And it had Peter, uh, people, po Peter, Pete Postlethwaite. I'm never going to pronounce his name. But he has such like a good, like, voice to him I'm like yes I would want this in something I've voiced but he died like 10 years ago so I'm like shit ah. um, that's, that's one of my hopes and dreams dashed I'm um, to invent time traveling there you go that's... yeah yeah we have to beat up <laughs> just, Neil's, uh, Neil's childhood friends who are clearly <laughs> time traveling Pokemon card scabbers <laughs> yes <laughs> damn it we have to learn how to do this <laughs> so yeah that's my honorable mentions and that's the last of my cartoons alright so I do have a dumb thing I want to bring up just at the end, just because it's such a vivid memory. When Cartoon Network ran out of cartoons when I was a kid, they would play Ned and his Newt, Aww. which was a weird, fun little cartoon. Mm. Um, but it would be one episode of Ned and his Newt, and then there would be an episode of, I do believe the name of the thing is The Magical Roundabout. Yes. The, you know that's what I'm talking thing. about. Yeah, that's the real I, thing. Okay. I think it's got Bumble or somewhere. Right? I think I found it 
and I'm gonna send it to the other two because you, you motherfuckers, you need to hear the weird. Like, imagine it's 3 a.m. They've turned off all the good cartoons, and it's only Net and his <laughs> newt. And now you're waiting. You're hoping against hope they're not gonna play the magical roundabout because that means it's time to go to At bed. At 3 a.m. And you fuckers need time to go to bed like yeah. five hours ago. <laughs> Fuck you! What's the cartoons? <laughs> Mom and dad are at home. I'm allowed to do what I want. I'm visiting my aunt. You need to click that and hear the fucking music. This thing is burnt into my brain as like the signifier of end of fun. <laughs> and V, I need you to play this in the in the show. Because I don't know if I will. I don't know if I'll be able to, but I will probably have to put a link to it for sure. Stop posting <laughs> Thomas the Vape Engine and click on the magical roundabout. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> the music already hurts my ears. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to listen anything past the like you've got it at that point. <laughs> What the fuck is wrong with his head? It's gonna turn 360 degrees. And... Oh God, he's gonna vomit. It's so it's it's so bad. <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna watch this. Watch some of this because <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, so this was like the kind of like uh, magic. The magic roundabout was the kind of like um, style of a lot of things that we had in the UK for kids. Like that was just a lot of what we had. Yeah. So just just that off key theme, <laughs> that clear recording from like th- like from bef- before s- the sun like was born like this recording that came from the 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 dark matter that created the universe <laughs> that fucking song man that fucking song will play in my personal hell when i'm dead ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, and i'm done all right I don't want to watch this anymore. This okay, is um, I'm still laughing really hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's super strange. The way the head um, moved, like what the fuck? I, I... <laughs> it's so upsetting. <laughs> All right, um, I, I guess that's that's kind of us for this week. Then um, this episode, at least, uh, I think it's um, new next. I'm giving up the pretense of rolling. Um, I okay. could roll if you want, though. I mean, please do. Give it a shot. Please, please. Okay, I'm sorry. A D100. I'll continue the tradition. A D100. Yeah. All right, so Neil is uh, between... 77 and 3. <laughs> no, he's between he's between 51 and 75. There we go. Oh, wait, I need to roll two dice to make it sound like I'm actually rolling. <laughs> Hang on, I'm sorry. I was so hoping you'd okay, roll so a single dice. Okay, so it is... 77. <laughs> so, wait, no, that's not. No, 51. 51. Shit, I fucking nailed it. Um, this, so, Neil, you're in charge of whoever the hell it is. <laughs> <laughs> wait, what was the last one? Is it because I don't. Yes. Because you don't even look. You roll dice and you look right in the camera at me and you just say. <laughs> Yeah. you just say a name and it means yeah, nothing um, the dice you rolled you do it every time and you're it's, the audience yeah. doesn't even know she's going to know. edit can I get the dice because I haven't complained about it until now but it, it, 
Hang on, let me but let me just. Let, oh, so I'm sorry. I'll, I'll do this properly for you, Neil. Neil, I'm sorry. Here we go. The joke is just for me. There we go. It's a seventy-one. Oh shit! No, I got the right number. Yes, nailed it. So either way, Neil, um, <laughs> if you haven't figured out, I'm going alphabetically. Um, you Neil, you're in charge of whatever dice. it is that we get to do next time. <laughs> the luck of the dice. I'll stop pulling names next time. That'll be a lot easier. Like on a on an audio podcast to hear that I'm pulling names from a, a stack of papers. We'll make a spin wheel or something, and you can pretend <laughs> to roll that. I can just I can just carve each of our names into carrots and give them to the bunnies and to, like whichever they choose. <gasps> That is perfect. <laughs> yep. Beautiful. Um, that's a good choice. I like it. Um, all right. So I guess that's it for us. Um, Holy shit. I forgot, for- forgot about Doug. No. No, I hate it. No. <laughs> no. Stop it. No. We are trying to end okay, this episode. Um, say my honorable mentions because I wanted to uh, cut the short, but if he's calling out Doug, then I want to say Gargoyles and Duckwin Duck. Count Docula. All right, if we're doing this, there's Count Docula. It's the greatest thing. Count Docula. built a very strange machine. It was designed to view a world unseen. He's going to catch a mark because he's Danny Phantom. Keep going, V. Do the outro. Um, Count Docula was a duck who was a vampire. He was a vegetarian. We call him Dracula for some reason in Icelandic. No, Count Darkula. Um And also, Count Darkula was also voiced by David Jason, who's the voice of the big friendly giant from BFG. All right. Um, thank you all so thank much you. for being here with us. This ending is You're as lovely awesome. as ever. Um, I guess we will see you three in a couple of weeks. Four top threes. Bye. Uh, Bye. Not, not numbers, just words. Gifts of, uh, of Totodah. <laughs> yes, send uh, gifts of Totodah to, <laughs> to me. <laughs> No, Cow and chicken at the best intro. And try to uh, summarize okay, Pokemon in one tweet. If you can do that, Mama we will watch them. Mama had a cow. 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 Hey there, Cassie here. Thanks so much for listening to this episode, which was entirely my idea. Well, not entirely, but, you know, the topic was my choice. So, and what a topic it was. <laughs> I still think I'm right in what I said about the argument I had with Aethor. But, uh, you know, everyone's free to have their own opinions. Um, speaking about opinions, if you have any opinions on this podcast, you can leave a little review for us on iTunes or on Podchaser or wherever you can leave reviews. Or if you already left us a review, you can add us on Twitter at 4top3s or you can go to blighthouse.studio, uh, which currently has a link tree linking to all the places you can find us. And you can basically add us there and let us know what your favorite childhood cartoon was. Or if you want to add anything to the discussion Aether and I had, of course. (laughs) Anyway, I'm rambling. Um, You're about to hear an ad from a podcast called The Polyglottal Stop, which is a really cool podcast that looks at all kinds of languages and all the shenanigans that happens within the languages and uh, stuff that gets lost in translation and stuff like that. It's really cool. Anyway, see you next month. Bye! This has been a Blighthouse Studio production. Thank you for listening.
Bonjour tout le monde. Yorobun, annyeonghaseyo. Hola todo mundo. Hola todas. Bonjour à tous. Je suis Angélique Voices et bienvenue à l'arrêt polyglottal. Est-ce que ça marche, l'arrêt polyglottal? Je ne sais pas. <laughs> en tout cas, hey everyone. Hi everyone. Hello my sweet summer children. I'm Angelique. Angelique. Angelique Voices. Bienvenido. Bienvenido. Oso seo. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome back to the Polyglottal Stop, where you get to hear some thoughts on language, language learning, and sociolinguistics from this polyglot right here. You can reach out to me on Twitter and Instagram at polyglottalpod. I'm here to share with you, so hopefully you have a good time while you're here. Bueno, si ya cada, comenzó. Empecemos. Let's get started. Let's get started. Amusons-nous. Let's have some fun. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.